What's up, everybody, and welcome to Believe Me. I'm Joe Serralo, the host of the show, and right now, I'm the luckiest better in America. I've got six games in front of me that I want to throw some money on this Sunday, and I've got Brandon Lang, the world's greatest handicapper, joining the show, as always, as well as a former Pro Bowl quarterback, former Pittsburgh Steeler, Cordell Stewart. Gentlemen, I hope you're both doing well. I hope you both make me some money this weekend. Let's jump in to the first game on the board, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, Buffalo has absolutely thrashed a couple of opponents this year, winning two games by a combined 55 points. They are five and a half point favorites at Miami. Is there any reason I shouldn't be betting on this Buffalo team? Cordell, you were on a Monday night against Tennessee. Let's start with you, man. What's the play here? I love the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they were number one coming into this season. I think having Von Miller coming off the edge, we, we've seen him produce so much to help this defense out, creating interceptions, create help creating fumbles. I think you can continue this run. Even though the Dolphins are 2-0 and right now, we saw them have a great win against this Baltimore Ravens team on the road. I think Buffalo is just too strong defensively. I think offensively with Josh Allen playing the way he is, I think they just have too much with Stephon Diggs and company. I still say ride with the Buffalo Bills. Brandon, you don't look like you agree. You were on the Dolphins this week. They were getting three and a half. They ended up winning outright. What do you think here? Jojo, look at Cordell with that hat on. <laughs> you can't trust a man wearing a hat like that. You just can't. And it's chalk. You can't what live with it? chalk. Look at the dogs that are covering week in and week out. Somewhere Brian Flores is sitting back in his office at home, watching TV, saying to himself, I put that team together. You go back to last year, midseason, the Miami Dolphins are 10 and one straight up, nine and two against the spread. Joe, what does that equal? Winning football. What does that equal? Straight cash money, homie, in the words of Randy Moss. That's what that equals. Now I get Buffalo's won seven straight in the series. I know they look like world beaters, and everybody just saw them on national TV beat up on that dog, Ryan Tannehill and Tennessee Titans. But at the end of the day, Home dogs in the NFL, if you learned anything about the Dolphins in week one catching, uh, actually minus the points against New England, I'm telling you, the Miami Dolphins at home plus more than a field goal, I'm telling you, the whole world is going to be on Buffalo. Joe, you sit back, you relax, watch that number get to seven, and you'll be setting pretty. You can go Cordell, that's fine. But look at what the home dogs have done this year. That's all I got to tell you, Joe. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so, Joe. 41-7, man. You were on the Titans plus the 10. I mean, big number, prime time, 41-7. I mean, how do I not go with Cordell? Joe, believe me. You're doomed with road chalk. He will lead you down the path. That, that, That road comes to a dead end, Joe. Don't get sucked into the chalk, Joe. Don't be a Joe, let me say this. Joe? Let up, me Cordell? say this, Joe. Believe me, do the eye test. Okay? Do the eye test. You know what you saw. You know what it is. I don't think this Miami Dolphins team will be able to come from behind on this Bills football team the way we just saw them do against, against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Even though I know we're talking about numbers in a sense of how much the team's going to win by or lose, this Buffalo Bills team is playing it at a pace that I don't think no one can keep up. Not No one can keep up when I'm in the AFC. No one in the AFC and no one in the NFC. They are the best team in football right now, and they will win the way they choose to win. And I don't think the Miami Dolphins will be able to stop this football team. They won seven in the seven straight is the reason why I tell you, believe me. <laughs> my name is Cordell Stewart. They call me Slash. Believe me. You better ride with my Buffalo Bills, baby. I'm, I'm going to ride with Slash on this one. I'm riding with Cordell. Bills minus five and a half. By the way, 
Those odds are brought to you by our proud sponsors over at Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50 for your one time, first time 50% welcome bonus. They'll match your deposit up to 50%. So head on over to betonline.ag and let the games begin. Going with Cordell on the first game. I just, the Buffalo Bills are too damn good. Like you said, Slash, that, that was the winner for me. They've beaten Miami seven straight times. They've even covered five of those seven. I, I know Brandon's pissed at me. I, I know Brandon feels like I'm cheating on him. I've known the guy five years, and uh, and this is how I treat him. Maybe he'll have better luck on the next game. The Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. The Ravens, the three-point favorites. Brandon, I was going to go with Cordell last week, and the Ravens minus three and a half. You talked me out of this one. Which side are you on here? Do you trust the Ravens and their mindset after what happened on Sunday? can't pick up a fourth and one in the fourth quarter with Lamar. And now they got to go on the road against Belichick in his house with that defense that just got carved up by Tua. I'm telling you, there's just something about this Ravens team that's off. There's something about they just, they just look off. Yeah, they beat up on a Jets team in week one and everybody got excited. But to lose the game in the manner in which they did and to pick up and go into New England – where Belichick showed you they could win ugly at Pittsburgh, and they did after imploding down at Miami, and now coming home as a home underdog against this Ravens team, there's just something about Belichick as a home dog. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like he'll be able to get his team in position to win this game. I think they'll be able to do some things offensively against this Ravens defense that got exposed. As Tyreek Hill said on ESPN, y'all better get a wheelbarrow. I'm going with, man, which was one of the most comical things he said. This Ravens defense is bad right now, and they're banged up again at corner. I got to take the home dog. I just do. Belichick getting points is a 70% winning percentage. You just can't give the man points. You just can't, especially as a home dog. Cordell, what do you think about this one? Ravens, three-point favorites at New England. John Harbaugh, only two uh, and five regular season against Belichick. What do you Chuck. think, Cordell? <laughs> I have I have to I have to ride with Brandon on this one. I won't lie to you. Oh. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, when it comes to being a mastermind with mobile quarterbacks, have done a phenomenal job over the years. I can date it all the way back in my era in which I played. I know right now you have Lamar Jackson. That's one and one versus New England Patriots. They're down. They just came off of a great win against Pittsburgh. But you're telling me they're the underdog at home. They're going to prove a point to show why. Even though, even though they may not be favoring in so many words, because you got the Kansas City Chiefs, you got the Buffalo Bills, this team, the way they played in Pittsburgh on the road, making plays when needed. Matt Jones looked seasoned like a seasoned vet, like he's been doing it for a long time. I think this Baltimore Raven team that's trying to figure out their identity and their quarterback is not paid yet. After losing the way they lost with seven minutes and 30 something odd seconds left in the third quarter, you lose that bad. They won't recover. I think Bill Belichick pile on top. I think the Patriots come out victorious on every level, where there's the numbers, the spread, the points, whatever you want. They win by everything. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was leaning chalk going into this one. And uh, and Brandon, you said it earlier in the show, we were talking about the Bills Dolphins. It's been the year of the underdog so far through two weeks. The season's drunk. I mean, I don't know if it's because there was no preseason. Guys aren't playing in the preseason, whatever it is. I was leaning Ravens, and uh, you guys got me sold. I'm going to ride with the Pats. Cordell, you know, from your playing experience, Brandon, your point I thought was solid about the Ravens cornerbacks. We saw last year their demise was the uh, battered, bruised-up secondary, and it's looking like the same thing's happening this year. 
So you guys got me. You guys got me on the Bill Belichick train. Game three, the Las Vegas Raiders are road favorites heading down to Nashville and the Tennessee Titans, who people are saying bench Ryan Tannehill. Titans just got blown out 41-7 in primetime. Short week, quick turnaround. Quick turnaround might be what they need in Tennessee. Cordell, what do you think Raiders minus two and a half at the Titans? Well, I know Brandon's in love with Derek Carr and Devontae. Not anymore. I, I, don't know think, probably, I don't think so anymore. It's a fair-weather fair love affair that this man has here for these Raiders. But I tell you what, Ryan Tannehill didn't perform that well against the number one defense in the National Football League, rightfully so. But he's 4-0 overall against this team. With the, with the Titans, he's 1-0 against them. I think they'll be fine. I'm going actually with the Titans. I like their front four with the Titans. The push is so strong. It is so solid. When it comes down to attacking the line of scrimmage, I think the pressure that they will apply apply on Derek Carr will be too much to, for him to get it down the field. It seems as if he doesn't have a clue at where he wants to go with the football. That that's that's Derek Carr who I'm speaking of. I just think Mike Vrabel, this defense, this running game with Derrick Henry, regardless of which quarterback plays in between the tackles, one of the best football teams in the National Football League. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. All right, home dog. Sounded like Brandon Lang a little bit right there. I guess four episodes of this thing and he's rubbing off on you. But Lang, what do you think? What do you think? If you go back and look at all the games on Sunday, it comes down basically to quarterback play. Which quarterback plays well, his team's probably going to win. Tampa Bay Saints. Brady didn't play great, but he played better than Jameis Winston. And, and, and consequently, Tampa wins. Look across the board, Monday night. You're going to tell me the Philadelphia Eagles were going to be held scoreless in the second half, and yet Minnesota was going to lose 24-7. Why? Jalen Hurts outplayed Kirk Cousins across the board, whichever quarterback plays well. Yeah. Both these guys right now can't play dead in the Western. They can't. <laughs> and arguably, whichever one of these two teams goes 0-3, for the most part, your season's over. I think, what, if we do our research, one or two teams have come back from 0-3 to make the playoffs. It's, it's a death sentence. It's a judge pounding the gravel. Life without parole. So which team rolls in here and plays for their life and gets it done? Do you trust Ryan Tannehill and the weapons that he has on the outside? Or you trust Carr with Waller and Renfro? Now, if you look at the, the, the Raiders so far, competitive at Chargers, probably had a chance to win that game out, right? Threw the game away against Arizona. Tennessee lets the Giants come back, gets blown out of Buffalo. I think both these quarterbacks should be working at Whole Foods, <laughs> the checkout counter. But at the end of the day, Josh McDaniel, Vrabel, which team is going to rise up with the weapons they have to play for their season? As much as I hate both these quarterbacks, seriously, I think they both should spend a night in jail just for what they've done to me in the last two weeks. I'll tell you this. I don't want to know I, what he was saying about you and your playing days, Cordell. If you had a bad game, uh, my goodness. I, 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 no, he made he made money off of me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I did. <laughs> the Raiders. I, I'm not a road favorite guy, mm -hmm. but I think the Raiders overall are a better team. They have been more competitive in the first two weeks, and I think playing for their life. I got to tell you, Joe, the Raiders get the victory and they cover. They win by three or more. Mm. Brandon, you, you wow. talk about the weapons, and you know that that's my big thing. I was saying after week one with the Raiders. The way that game against the Chargers went, Derek Carr threw three INTs. He cuts that down to two interceptions, and the Raiders probably win that game. Yeah. Cardinals, they're a play away from putting it away. It's, it's so hard. 
when Ryan Tannehill is throwing Helen Keller out on the outside and Derek Carr, who looks like he should be working at Home Depot, not even Whole Foods, when he's got guys like Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, I'm going to go go with Brandon on this one. This isn't a game I'm putting (laughs) my rent on. It's definitely two 0-2 teams. I'm not putting the rent on it, but I'm going to go with Brandon on this one. Guys, how about the Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs look pretty damn good. They're six-and-a-half-point road favorites heading over to Indy to take on the Colts. The Colts, who, I mean, Matt Ryan is probably the most dreadful quarterback. You talk about Derek Carr. You talk about Ryan Tannehill. Matt Ryan's probably been the most pathetic quarterback to watch in the league so far. Do the Colts have a shot, Brandon, at keeping this to a one-touchdown game? From a handicapping perspective and from a point spread perspective, when you're a road favorite and a road favorite, it's a tough spot to be in. And to open up on the road, back-to-back on the road at Houston, who, mind you, their effort in Denver shows you, maybe Houston's a little better than people think. Yeah. Conversely, you look at the Jags, who were competitive at Washington, and you go into Jacksonville, where you didn't play well last year with Wentz. You don't. You haven't won there since 2013. You just don't play well there. But a weird dynamic happens in the NFL, and a weird dynamic happens from a point spread standpoint. When you start going from a road favorite and become a home dog, it's a whole different ball game, regardless of who your opponent is. There's a reason why the Indianapolis Colts have covered five of their last six as an underdog, because they played better as an underdog, especially as a home underdog. And to think the Chiefs are going to roll in here, who, by the way, the Chargers had them on the ropes and let them off. The, what Denny Green say? We What did he say? They are who we thought they were. We had them on the ropes and we let them get off. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a live home dog. The Chiefs did not look good against the Chargers. I know Matt Ryan has looked terrible, but at home, getting more than a field goal can't pass up the value with the Colts, and you're getting value because of the public's infatuation with the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, look, the Chiefs are always going to be the favorites. doesn't matter who they play, so the line's always going to be skewed a little bit in that direction. I was, I was leaning Chiefs coming into this. Cordell, I know Mahomes is your homie. What are you thinking here, Chiefs, or is that number just too big? Believe me. Can't play with him. Can't win with him. Can't coach him. Won't do it. Matt Ryan right now is a shell of himself. He's not capable of hitting anything in front of him other than the ground, if that, if you will. That Colts team right now looks so inept. It's unbelievable. The Chiefs right now is playing really good football. This team right now, the Colts, have been outscored 44 to 20. I don't care if it's at home, it's in the living room of any player at home. It doesn't matter. This team right now can't score. If you can't score then where would the points come from? The team on the other side, Patrick Mahomey, my homeboy. They're scoring points. That's what this game is about. This game is about who can score the most points, but most importantly, which defense can hold enough to stop the other team from getting it done. I don't think anything in Indianapolis right now for me is saying that they have an opportunity to cover or even win this game. I'm going with Patrick Mahomey because they are going on the road. People are praising them as much as they are, as Brandon alluded to a moment ago. And I think they go in and get the win and just wear them out. Matt Ryan, he struggles again this week. Can't hit anything. Will get sacked up. He probably get a minimum of five sacks in this game. Just remember, Joe, I said, I'm going to throw that in the mix. Point. Let me add one more point before you, you, you make your decision here. Cordell just said that the Chiefs can score. They were held scoreless till nine minutes to go in the second quarter against the Chargers. They got a pick six. 
to set him up. Mahomes should have threw three interceptions. They look completely yeah. inept offensively. Yeah, they started right. Arizona, but yeah. at home with every advantage in the world, they look like garbage. Now you're going to ask them to close to a seven number on the road? Yeah. You're yeah. never as – Slash should know this. You're never as bad as you looked the week before in the NFL. Do not be swayed what happened last week. It is a whole – take the eraser. Race the chalkboard. You start clean. It's a live home dog, Joe. Live home if dog. you start, believe me, if you start the game where you actually said, if you finish the game where you said they actually started scoring, that meant they played for 51 minutes. This is a 60-minute game. It ain't over till it's, it's over. So it's not my fault that they weren't able to make anything happen prior to that ninth minute left in the game, but because they still had time on the clock. Believe me, Joe, they got it done. And that's all that matters in the National Football League. Believe me. I'm, I'm going to believe you, Slash. I'm going to believe you, Slash. I'm going about. with the Chiefs in this one. <laughs> Colts, yes, hey, come on. They gave up 20 first half points to Houston, gave up 24 yes, and got blank to Jacksonville. I, I just, I got to see a pulse. I mentioned Tannehill's lack of weapons. Matt Ryan might have worse weapons than Ryan Tannehill has. It's just, it's, <laughs> look at Cordell. He's celebrating over here like the game's Chiefs. already been played. Let's go. Chiefs, Chiefs are 11 and 33, their last 44 on the Vegas board. You non muddy maker homers, but go ahead, be my <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. Well, let's see what you got to say about this game. Rams, Cardinals, the LA Rams have not looked too hot. Almost coughed it up against the Falcons this past weekend. They were up 21 in the fourth quarter, won it by four. They're three and a half point favorites against the Cardinals. What do you think about this one, Brandon? There are certain things in life that are guarantees. Death, taxes, slash with a wedge from... 100 yards, tuck right flag. Me, I don't lose Super Bowls. The Rams have owned the Cardinals. Remember Aaron Rodgers going the end of the set? What did he say about the Bears? I own you. I own you, baby. I own you. The last 11 meetings since 2017, Sean McVay is 10 and 1 straight up, 9 and 2 against the spread versus the Arizona Cardinals. It's like this. You went to Vegas, you met the hottest chick on the face of the planet Earth and had the greatest weekend of your life, and now you got to turn around and go back to your, your dumb job in L.A. all let down. That win by Arizona and the manner of which they won and now having to come back home and be that drained, I'm sorry. You do not go against L.A. in this situation, especially when they blew the big lead. Arizona will have their full attention, and it's just a team that they're supremely confident against. You got to take LA in this game. <clears throat> you have to. Cordell, any argument there? I know you love your mobile quarterbacks, but I mean, Brandon, 10 out of 11 wins for the Rams in this series. What do you think, Cordell? Well, it's not automatic. I didn't go with I didn't go with my guy earlier, Lamar Jackson. So hey, that's true. You're growing. Bit. You're growing. I just, Personal hey, I'm growth growing a little shit. bit here. It's, it's <laughs> all about growth here. That's what I'm trying to get Brandon to understand right here. See, here. here <laughs> Here's, here's what we have to understand in this game of we call football is morale, confidence, swag, all that good stuff matters. When you have such a great win like this Cardinals team had, I mean, we had my guy in Tyler Murray. He scrambled for 20.8 seconds at one point in time to actually then end up running in and get a two-point conversion to actually put this team, put this thing out of reach. Here's my Bro, thing. I went Cardinals. in the kitchen, made myself a sandwich, and came back. Boy, it was came back. running around. Whoop, there it is. But here's the deal. <laughs> the question you have to ask yourself 
if a team can play that well and have that type of confidence playing in any game, regardless of who they play, you have to feel for 60 minutes. If they have to go 62 minutes, have to go 65 minutes, 70, they can get it done. I think the confidence they have coming off this last week's win is tremendous for this team, and in particular for Kyler Murray. Think about all the all the backlash he was getting, how they lost, how the first game went for them in the first week. It was horrible. I mean, they looked like they belonged in the National Football League, and then all of a sudden they come back and they play in such a – have a stellar performance in finishing, finishing in a, in a way that makes you say, you know what, it's hard for me to go against this team right now. They're hot. They're feeling themselves. The Rams, they're struggling. They don't know who they are. Matthew Stafford is starting to look like at some point, sometimes in these games, like he used to look when he was with Detroit. His elbow, is it healthy yet? Is he 100% with his throwing arm? We don't really know. And sometimes some of these passes that he actually throw look as if he's still injured and he's not as precise as he once was. That's say last year on their Super Bowl run. So right now, I'm going with Kyler Murray and his cards team. You know, Stafford definitely doesn't scare me, Cordell. I agree with you on that point. But Brandon, I mean, 10 out of 11 in this series, the Rams have won seven straight that they've won and covered in Arizona. I mean, no one in this Cardinals secondary really makes me think that they can lock down Cooper Cup, lock down Allen Robinson. Uh, Brandon, you know, I, I, the Cardinals have played 25 minutes of good football this whole season. I got to go with you. I got to go with the Rams on this one. Can I get a what? What? <laughs> Let's take it to the game of the week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady and company hosting Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers in his career is one and four in Tampa Bay, taking on the Bucs. He is three and six in the state of Florida. Bucs are only one point favorites. The game of the week is essentially a pick em. Cordell, starting with you. Who do you got winning this game, man? I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Evans, he's suspended for this game coming up. Correct? He is. He okay. is out. No okay. Mike Evans. Godwin coming off injury. Julio coming off injury, potentially. I mean, right now, a lot of question marks, but Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers in the state of Florida, I mean, I'm not sold on him. I'm not sold on him. I already have my questions about how they're handling that situation up there in Green Bay when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. They're not putting enough pressure on him to make sure that he understands. But this young receiving core that he has around him, you have to coddle them just a little bit. He's been around long enough. He's won enough MVPs to where if he doesn't get the control of these guys' mentals, they will not have an opportunity win games to win games that they should win. I think they've been playing pretty average at best. Of course, they got the Chicago Bears numbers. We know what that is. But before that, prior to that, and I think after that playing in this game, and also what you just alluded to a second ago right there, Joe, is playing in Florida. He's not successful. I'm going with the Bucs in this one. I like Tom Brady, Julio Jones, with the hope that he does come back, even though Mike Evans won't be playing this game because it's a suspension and a few other injuries, Tom Brady has shown time and time again, regardless of who you put out there, they'll have an opportunity to succeed. They didn't think they were going to win in New Orleans. What happened in New Orleans? They got that victory with an inept front line, with the injuries, with penalties. They st- he threw a cup. He broke a couple tablets even. He threw his helmet on the ground, and he proved to you that he is that man. And guess what? end up getting it done came away with a victory for the first time I think he was 0-4 against the Saints got that dub he's going to get this dub against the Packers they're not good enough even with Aaron Rodgers Cordell it's a good argument Brandon what say you man is Tampa going to be too hot to handle for this uh for Mr. Discount double check I'll allow you to look at this through a different lens let's not talk about the Tampa Bay offense let's not let's put them up on the shelf hmm 
I want to talk about that Tampa Bay defense. Oh my god. They go in and they dominate the Cowboys. They go into New Orleans and they dominate the Saints. They look fast, they look unbelievable. Now, Green Bay goes into Minnesota and struggles against a Minnesota defense that made Jalen Hurts look like Joe Montana. They couldn't stop four mothers in a wheelchair in the first <laughs> half. Yet the same defense made Aaron Rodgers look like a look like one of the seven dwarfs with Snow White. That's how bad Green Bay was in week one at Minnesota. Now, you're telling me you've lost your last four on the road against the spread. You're going into Tampa where you got destroyed, I believe, last year, week one or week two. And you're telling me you're going to execute against this Tampa defense in that heat? where Rodgers has struggled and Green Bay has struggled. Lastly, one thing that scares me about Green Bay in this contest right here is their offensive line does not match up with the speed. And if Rodgers does not have time to throw, it is good night. Listen, Brady's going to have success in this football game. It's going to come down to Aaron Rodgers executing against this Tampa defense. And I'm sorry for my dollar, Joe. It's Tampa Bay, and you're getting unbelievable line value because Evans is suspended. There it is. It's the game of the week. It's the lock of the week. I mean, I've got no argument for either one of you guys. I was leaning Tampa going into this. You both just reaffirmed that. I'm putting next month's rent on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one. It's a pick em, folks. Hop on it. Gents, before we wrap it up, 30 seconds or less. Brandon, we'll start with you. Give me that bonus game of the week that you've been nailing week after week. Two weeks ago, I gave you the Kansas Jayhawks plus 13 over West Virginia. They won the game outright. Last week, I came back and gave you the Kansas Jayhawks again, and they win the game outright again. And now I'm coming back and telling you, the Kansas Jayhawks at home have now gone from an underdog to laying seven and a half against the Duke Blue Devils. Uh Uh-uh. The Dukies plus the seven and a half. Last time Kansas was favored was 2020 against Coastal Carolina. They were minus four and a half. They lost by double digits. I'm not saying they'll lose this game by double digits, but Duke will go in here plus the points. They've already gone into Northwestern and beat Northwestern. Keep an eye on Duke plus seven and a half. Brandon, biting the hand that feeds you, man. Risky, risky. Let's see if it pays off. Cordell, what's your bonus game of the week? What do you think I'm going? Absolutely. <laughs> liking you Come on. Work we now step you. aside for our weekly Pittsburgh Steelers advertisement. <laughs> well, let me give you the late Mari Coat. Mm, hi. Let me tell you something about the Steelers. Well, here it is. They have the Browns at four, minus four and a half, which basically is so disrespectful to the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to that rivalry. One of the biggest rivalry in all of football when it comes down to two teams on a turnpike that can't stand each other. You have some people who are from Cleveland that lives in Pittsburgh. They go for the Cleveland Browns and some people from Pittsburgh live in Cleveland that go hey, for hey, the Pittsburgh. Maybe back and folks with helmets. That stuff too. And so let me tell you, here's the, here's the key to the success in this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers for me. And they are going to win this game on the road is the change at quarterback. I thought I wouldn't say it. I didn't think I would jump off the wagon too fast with Mitch Trubisky. But what I saw in this game against the New England Patriots with the inability to get away, the inability to get the ball down the field deep, the inability to hit guys who are open, and he admittedly, openly admits that he missed a few guys open downfield, let alone getting the reads to hit the guys in the intermediate areas. I'm going with the Steelers in this game. I think they cover the four and a half on their side, even, with the dub. On the road, 
I think Kenny Pickett comes in the game in the second quarter and he saves the Steelers and they win the game. And everything is going crazy. It's mayhem in Pittsburgh. You got the Panthers coming out of the woodworks. Everybody's going to go crazy. We're going to we come need, back hey, to the show we next need to week. Give Cordell Let me get that out little, of here. We need to give Cordell that little blinking light of the Academy Award saying you got to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> And that is how you sell an audience on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Unbelievable. Dukies, Steelers, you heard all the other picks. That does it for another episode of Believe Me. And believe me, guys, it's the best damn betting show out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.